going on? What's going on, y'all? It's another Monday, uh, and I want to thank you all for joining Inside the Room with myself, State Representative Brandon McGee, where we, of course, we discuss politics, leadership, and culture. Uh, if you joined us last week, myself and my co-host Shay McCray of The Takeover here on FUBU Radio, uh, we talked a little bit about Juneteenth and the importance of celebrating our fathers, our Black men, uh, during this Father's Day. Uh, but I, I want to take, well, first of all, before I jump into today's conversation, because I really want to spend some time with my special guest, um, did y'all hear that President Biden signed uh, the new law making Juneteenth a national holiday, a federal holiday? Uh, I am so excited about that. Uh, and the opportunity to really, really celebrate Black excellence, celebrate um, from whence we've come uh, and where we're going. Uh, and um, uh, you'll hear more about Juneteenth on another episode uh, in terms of how we can be a bit more uh, directly involved in the over, overall sort of Juneteenth celebrations. Uh, but inside the room, uh, this week, we're dedicating today's episode to men. Um, I know that we just celebrated Father's Day. While my father uh, has passed away some years ago, uh, there are several men in my life who I deem uh, as father figures uh, and mentors, and one of them is on the show today. Uh, so not solely because we just celebrated Father's Day, but uh, to me, uh, I also want to hone in on men's health and the importance of their involvement uh, within the Black family structure. Uh, so this week, um, I'm highlighting the challenges facing men, including mental health, and physical health concerns, and really spreading awareness on the importance of being uh, uh, physically and mentally uh, prepared to be that great father, that great man. Uh, and I have someone that um, I deem uh, a big brother, a mentor, uh, and he's joining us today to help dissect the importance of men's health awareness and, and just being a male involved within the family structure. And that's none other than uh, my guy, my fraternity brother, Abdul Rahman Muhammad. Uh, he is the founder of My People Clinical Services. Uh, as I've mentioned, he's also a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and the father of uh, three amazing children. Uh, also, and correct me if I'm wrong, Abdul, you have one grandchild, grandson, correct? Uh, yeah. And yeah, and so I'm excited that he is here inside the room, y'all. He's joining me and gathering people from all walks of life to stay inside or rather step inside the room in efforts to gain perspective on how we can educate and uplift our communities. As always, I wanna share a little quote and then I wanna jump in uh, with, with Abdul here. Um, and I quote, people of color, particularly African-Americans feel the stigma more keenly. In a race conscious society, some don't want to be perceived as having yet another deficit. And that is quoted by B.B. Moore Campbell. Abdul, welcome to Inside the Room, brother. Great. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you bringing me on. 
Yeah, so I, I didn't talk about how you are a skilled motivational speaker, spoken word artist, a trainer, a writer, a world traveler, and a host. Uh, and you've developed so many different um, initiatives, specifically around fatherhood trainings, uh, and really just being that sole proponent of understanding the evolution of being a man. Uh, you 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 championed what they what they what you what you call the fatherhood monologues and the dad initiative. Talk to us a little bit about your journey uh, and why this is so important to you. Well, I mean, I, and I appreciate you um, uh, mentioning those things. You know, um, I became a father when I was 19 years old. And, um, you know, from the, from the moment I became a father, I, I've been trying to figure out, you know, how to be the best father I could possibly be, um, how to be the best kind of man that I can be. And, and I, I often tell people, you know, the journey of, of manhood, the journey of fatherhood, it's, there, there's, you know, of course, my father was in my life and uh, he was a great role model for me. But it doesn't mean that you're going to be a, a perfect father or a perfect individual. You know, so one of the things I, I, I've always tried to do um, is highlight men, uh, especially black fathers. And um, a lot of the, I mean, basically all the work that I do has always kind of like leaned in that area. So, you know, when I started my agency, My People Clinical Services, you know, the first program I started was the Father to Father program, because as a as a young father, I, I felt like I needed support. I needed some guidance. I needed um, information. And um, and I knew that other fathers were possibly dealing with those uh, same situations. And I wanted to be able to be a support to them using the experience that I had um, as a young father to to lead the way. So talk to me a little bit more before we take a quick break. You had your first child, how old? I was 19 years old. I was a So you weren't that, you weren't that young. 19 is young. That's, that's incredibly young. Trust me. I mean, I was in college, you know. Um, where, did you, where, where did you attend school? I went to Tougaloo College, one of the great historically black colleges in Mississippi. And okay. um, so, but I mean, ultimately it's like one of those things where, you know, when you have a child young, you have to make a decision. You know, it wasn't like I was about to get married at the time. I mean, I thought, you know, you, you think you're so in love and then you, you find out, you know, once you have this responsibility of the child, you're not that in love. And so um, I put my love into my daughter and I, I said, you know what, I'm going to do the best I can for her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be there for her. I'm going to try to provide for her. You know, um, I often remember those days when I would go to work and I would work all, all week and then I get my check and I would just sign it over to her mother. Um, and, and, I, and, and that was why, you know, and I felt pride in doing that. You know, I never dodged uh, paying child support or dodged taking care of my daughter. Um, but, but at the end of the day, I, I always thought about how, you know, if I would have um, uh, been a little bit more mature in my choices, you know, her life was more difficult because of the fact that me and her mother didn't stay together. Her life was more difficult because I, you know, the distance between, you know, once I graduated from college, I moved back to Connecticut, you know, I go to Clark, I went to Clark Atlanta for um my, for graduate school, but mm -hmm. ultimately, you know, space and time really make it difficult on children. And, and so, I, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that I could do better as I thought about it going forward, you know? And so, That's you know, I didn't want to just keep bringing children into life without having um, uh, a secure relationship and all of those other things in place as well. 
That's what's up. If you're just tuning in to FUBU Radio, you're here inside the room with myself, Brandon McGee, uh, and we're here with Abdul Rahman Ibrahim, excuse me. Ibn. I always say that. I mess that up. Ibn. And you you correct me all the time. Uh, So I want to make sure I get that right. Abdul Rahman Ibn. Ibn. Yeah. Muhammad uh, is the executive director and founder of the multi-dimensional social service agency, My People Clinical Services, uh, here in the state of Connecticut and doing some amazing work. Uh, some of that work include fatherhood engagement services, support of housing for young adults, individual and fam- family therapy, therapy uh, and so many other programs uh, that he's providing to communities throughout the state. Uh, So we're going to talk a little bit more with Mr. Mohammed. Uh, As soon as we take a break, pay some bills, y'all keep it locked right here on FUBU Radio. Don't go nowhere. Hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? This is uh, Brandon McGee again. You're tuning in to Inside the Room with yours truly, uh, State Representative Brandon McGee. And if you missed the first segment, uh, we're here talking with Abdul. Uh, he's also my fraternity brother, might I add. He is uh, one of the distinguished members of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So some of you who are part of other organizations, um, it's okay. Um, it, it is okay. Uh, but we started our segment uh, sort of talking about uh, Abdul's personal journey and his commitment uh, as a young father uh, at the age of 19 um and the struggles he didn't really get into the struggles he gave y'all sort of the the real cute story Uh, but i want i want him to talk really briefly about the struggles that he faced uh being a a young father uh and then i want to segue into um really talking about the whole sort of man father person in charge of the family and the importance of mental health uh and and the whole body uh, being intact in order to really be um, that 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 father that we all uh, deserve to be. So talk to us a little bit about the struggles, man, that you had. I mean, I know there are a lot of young people listening uh, who could probably attest to it. And maybe talk a little bit about the fatherhood monologues um, that, that you started. Well, I mean, everybody knows the struggles. I mean, you don't have enough money. You don't have enough education. You don't have enough time. Um, all the things that children need, you know? And, and so, I mean, I, what I was always trying to figure out, you know, early on, it was like trying to get back with, 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 her, with my, my daughter's mother, uh, that wasn't working out. You know, going to work every day and then, and then not being able to go buy sneakers and do all the fun things of a kid anymore because I had the responsibility of taking care of my daughter. You know, um, you, know, I, you know, I got kidney failure when I was in graduate school, my, my, mm. my last semester of graduate school. So, you know, I had moved to Atlanta to be closer to my daughter. But once I got kidney failure, I had to move back to Connecticut because I needed some support from my family, from my parents. And um, so I moved back home just because, um, you know, I was in pretty bad shape. Um, you know, fortunately, I got a, um, a, a transplant from my sister. And, um, you know, I've been able to kind of pull my life together up here in Connecticut pretty, pretty well. But I mean, you know, when, when, when I had to move back to Connecticut once again, it was another departure from my daughter, a departure from routine, departure from the things that I had promised her that I would, you know, I would be there for and all those things. So that was a very difficult time in my life. Um, and, and just, you know, I, you know, when you, you want to be a person that talks the talk and walks the walk. And um, in some ways, because of my health, 
um, I wasn't able to walk the walk the way that I wanted to. Um, let, let me let me ask you this. So knowing that only three out of five men get annual physicals, over 40% of men only go to the doctor when they think they have a serious medical condition. What made you, how did you even know that something was going on and that you, you really had to take your, your health serious? Well, I always told people like, um, you know, I was I was playing basketball. I used to love to play basketball. And I I had I was running up and down the court and just out of the blue, I couldn't breathe. I wasn't feeling like my normal self. And I mean, to be honest, just using your statistics, you just said, I took about three weeks before I went to the doctor. And wow. then when I finally went to the doctor. Um, basically that day they told me I had kidney failure. So it was wow. like, really, um, it wasn't no turning back at that point. So, so well, I mean, speaking of like what you were just talking about, you know, I, I, one of the things that I've, I've been working on over the last year is what I call the manhood tree. And the mm. manhood tree is the, it's, it's comprised of 10 different initiatives. And one of the initiatives is the men's health forum. It's a forum that is uh, create that I created primarily, uh, you know, because I was inspired by when Chad Mc, Chadwick Boseman passed away from prostate cancer. Mm. I was thinking like, you know, prostate cancer, colon cancer, those are two things that are preventable. High blood pressure, you know, uh, get, checking on your cholesterol. These are things that you can do something about. And so I created a form called the Men's Health Form, and, and I'm going to turn it into an app so men will be able to just look on their phone and get all the information so that they can remember to go do at least a yearly physical. Once you get over 45 years old, you should be getting the colon screening. You know, you should be doing a different test so that you can stay healthy and alive to be here for your community, for your family, and for the ones that you love. So um, a lot of times, you know, uh, we as a people, we avoid doctors. And, and a lot of times it's, it's associated with real things that happen, you know, to ski, right. experiment, different things like that. But we and there's some and there's distrust, right? We we found that out during COVID, the amount of people, especially people of color, who just avoided uh, taking the vaccine or getting tested because of those very reasons. But I'm I'm glad you brought that up. But it's so important for us to start uh, taking more account for our health. You know, when 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 fathers pass away um, at age 50, that's you know children still need their support in their lives. You know, like just because you might have a teenager or someone that is even in their 20s, it doesn't mean that you are at a point where you're totally independent, right? And so when you have additional support, like a father, your mother, whatever, it's good. But in order for that to happen, men have to take care of themselves. So we got to eat, mm. right? We got to go to the doctor, you know, and 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 really uh, take care of it, work out and do things like that, you know? So so I'm, I'm reading here, one in eight men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. Um, that's crazy. So besides skin, uh, skin, skin, skin cancer, mm. prostate cancer is the most common cancer for men in America. One in 41 men will die from prostate cancer uh, in the U.S., which is which is crazy. But a prostate cancer test, all you got to do is get some blood work. There you go. There it's, you go. It's a simple test where you just get some blood work and they can tell you if you if you have um, any any anything going on. A colon I, test. Instead of getting a whole colonoscopy, you get a colaguard and that's just mm -hmm. a little test kit you do at home by yourself and you send it back in and you can find out what's going on with your colon. And so these are very simple things that we could do to keep ourselves healthy and keep ourselves here. So 
I want to back. I want to back it up a little bit to your your monologues. First of all, monologues, um, not yeah. monologues, monologues. Um, first of all, where can we find this information? And can you just talk a little bit more about? I was there when you when you kicked it off, and it was on the campus of St. Joseph's uh, College, and it was absolutely amazing. All right, a packed auditorium to hear uh, stories uh, from from different men of color. Uh, but one one sort of consistent and common uh, theme throughout it was your love for your family and wanting to be a better person because of. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit more about that and the importance of, of the project that you're working on. Yeah, so the Fatherhood Manologues was a project that I started off by just asking a number of men that I know to write a story about being a father or being fathered. Oh wait, that was the one that I didn't participate in. Yeah, you were one of the guys. You, 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 I'll get back to you, but I mean, there's still time. So, so, so basically, um, we we did those stories. We started off with 10, 10, 10 men, and we we uh, told our stories. We videotaped those stories, and um, since then, we've probably added another eight or nine fathers to that to the group. Um, right now, we're actually working on trying to turn the fatherhood monologues into a play. So we're going to start, uh, you know, seeking funding so we can be able to get us a director and get the lighting and all of those different things that could actually take it beyond just a, um, a monologue or a monologue um, and make it more interactive, uh, really kind of bring a total feel to it. And um, like I, I was saying to you before, my, my hope would be to be able to take it on the road um, all across the country. But um, why? But why is this so important, though? Why? Why? Why are you giving your life to this? Well, the stories of men, um, of fathers, I think I think they're important. I think that, you know, like all the things that I'm working on, the the, the, the real key is to me, manhood, right? So we, we I, I do like to talk about fatherhood, but manhood is one of those things that I think often gets lost in the sauce. Um, mm -hmm. we, you know, we, we forget about how important it is to be a man. What are some of the criteria that we're looking at as a, as a man? And, and, as, and as you move to that journey of manhood, if you're so lucky, you become a father. And so I just want these stories and these um, different initiatives that I've been pushing out here through the manhood tree to be able to get out into our community. You know, we, we also have a group that we do with, with the manhood tree where we kind of like look at the, what I call the six hoods, you know, boyhood, young adulthood, brotherhood, fatherhood, manhood, and neighborhood, so that we can be able to address some of the past trauma, some of the past issues that we kind of like carry around with us as men, and it and it prevents us from being able to be the best man that we could possibly be. So, mm. you know, and so all these initiatives, you know, you know, we, we just put up our first fatherhood poll at, over at my office, and it's, a, it's another thing to draw attention to you know, the importance of fathers. So like a lot of the things I'm doing is just trying to highlight, emphasize, um, uh, support men and fathers, because I believe that we are crucial to our community. We are crucial to, to, to the greatness that our children are able to have. And so we have to highlight those things. That's what's up. So again, if y'all just joining or tuning in, um, I'm glad, first of all, that you download downloaded the FUBU radio app. It's a free app uh, to listen in on today's um, episode. Uh, I'm also very excited that all of you have been following me on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, 
uh, Twitter and all of the social media platforms, Facebook included, uh, to really chime in on these important uh, subjects uh, that we've been covering over the past uh, year or so. Uh, so again, if you're just tuning in uh, to Inside the Room with myself, Brandon McGee, we're having a real conversation uh, with Abdul, uh, CEO, founder of My People Clinical Services. Uh, he didn't even talk about one of my favorites, ice cream for a dream, but that, that could be for another episode. Uh, but this is, this is a guy who's committed his life uh, to the overall development of, of the Black family, the Black male, uh, and giving back to his community. So y'all keep it locked right here on FUBU Radio. Don't go nowhere. Uh, we have one more, one more segment uh, and and I, I don't want you to miss it. What's going on, y'all? Once again, if you are just tuning in, you you missing you missing out on some real good stuff. Um, we have been in conversation with Abdul, uh, just talking about fatherhood, uh, manhood, uh, his commitment to educating um, our community on the importance of um, your health, you know, and and making sure as men of color in particular. Uh, we're paying attention to those signs. Um, but I, I obviously I'm a little biased. Uh, I am a fan of Abdul and I also appreciate the work uh, that he continues to do, not just in the state of Connecticut, y'all, but throughout this country, uh, giving back to, to many of our communities, um, uh, especially communities of color. So as, as, we, as we wrap up uh, this Monday's um, segment on Inside the Room, um, I really wanted to take a moment uh, to allow Abdul to share with us any upcoming events you're having. Uh, if you want to just remind us the importance of your manologues and when is the next manologue and if folks can chime in or perhaps even sponsor, you know, give donations uh, toward the cause. Uh, and also, how can people remain in touch with you? Um, I know you got an Instagram. You are all over social media. He also has y'all this car wash conversation where he literally drives through the car wash uh, and, and shares some things. But I don't know, Abdul, you, you talk to the people. Yeah, so, I mean, you can you can find me on um, Instagram, Facebook, Abdul Rahman I. Muhammad. You can also check out the Manhood Tree on uh, Instagram, Facebook, My People Clinical Services, Instagram, Facebook. You know, you could also uh, visit our website, www.mypeople-ct.com or even themanhoodtree.com. If you want to see some of the fatherhood manologues, all of, like all of the manologues are on the website. Um, you can see about the Manhood Tree group. You can see about the men's health form. You can even download it on the, on the website. You could also uh, see the other initiatives that we have on there. And we you know one of the events that's coming up, um, it's a few months off and this is kind of good is, uh, we, every year we in collaboration with a number of community-based agencies and the Department of Children and Families, we do uh, what we call the Dad Hero Community Day. And so we're, we're, we're in the planning phases right now, but the date's gonna be September 11th of this year. So if, no matter where you are, if you, if you got some time, come down to Connecticut. We're gonna be in Bloomfield, Connecticut at the rec center, the brand new rec center out there on September 11th, we usually do, um, you know, a lot of stuff emphasizing fatherhood. And then of course it's like a free food fest where you have food trucks from all over the place. And so it'll be all free, all, all good time. And we would love for people to come out. Um, any vegan, eat any vegan food? I'm sure there'll be some bread there. <laughs> you can eat. I'm sure of it. 
you know, take a hot dog bun. <laughs> Put a little ketchup on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, Abdul, for the culture, I, I don't I, I think it it would be a missed opportunity for me to just like not put you on the spot. So I have to put you on the spot. You are you are a sneakerhead. You love Adidas. You are like you are you're, you're what for us by us is all about. Um, could you drop a line or two from one of your spoken words or something around fatherhood uh, before we close out? I'm a black superhero. My superpower, playing with my kids for more than an hour. I cook breakfast, pack lunch, change diapers, but not that much. Help with homework, wash them up, read them stories, and show them love. I attend PTCs, watch My Little Pony DVDs, RSVP to tea parties. I proudly wear a shirt that reads D-A-D. I work. That's right, I have a job, and I'm married and in love with my wife. I've dedicated my life to doing what's right. I save the world every day by being a role model to my son, and I know he's not the only one who's watching. So I role model to sons whose fathers neglect to teach. Son, this is how you set, and this is how you shine. If they only knew the value of time and what a little time could do, they could proudly say, I'm a black superhero too. As always, y'all, I love y'all. Next time.